0: Life Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host Emma Gibson. Each week I'll be sharing a combination of interviews with incredibly inspiring people from around the world who have achieved greatness, overcome adversity and never given up. As well as solo episodes from me sharing my own journey as a leading transformation coach, helping you to release resistance around money, success and self-worth and to see the limitless potential within yourself to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. My aim for this podcast is to share incredible insights into how to create a champion mindset and live the life that you were born to live with confidence, ease and belief. So are you ready to transform your life from the inside out? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Life Beyond Limits podcast. This week I am joined by an incredibly special lady who you might have heard of from pre, was it this season? Yeah, I think it was quite early on in in season three. I interviewed um, Trinu and uh, we've kept in touch since. And I was going through her reels on Instagram the other day, as I often follow her. And I noticed a significant jump in her followers. And we got back in touch and spoke about what she'd been doing in order to catapult from 3,800 followers to. 36,000 or is it more than that now?
1: This morning I hit 37,000.
0: Oh, 37,000, which is phenomenal. And um, her story behind how she's managed to achieve that is really awe-inspiring, combining both what I always talk about, action and the -the behind-the-scenes work. And so I wanted to bring her on to just share the story with all of us because there's so many takeaways that we can take from this that isn't just around Instagram growth but around how we can scale, um, and also how we need to keep going when perhaps we feel like we've hit a plateau, which I know Trina, you did at one point, didn't you? hit a plateau of a a year and a half of sort of 3,800, and then all of a sudden it just went. And so um, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into this because there are so many questions that I have for you. And I know from what we've just spoken about, there's a lot that you want to say about the, the topic. So thanks again for coming on, because I know that this is your annual leave time at the moment because you're preparing for a really exciting course. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to spend it with me during
1: that time. So welcome thank you it's so good to be back Emma always a pleasure to be here and I know that you and me could just talk for hours
0: yeah I mean I remember listening back to our first interview because when you do it live you're like oh my god yeah this is really good this is really good and then when I was editing it to put it out I was like wow 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 and I think I messaged you and said oh my god this is just brilliant and there was like you say there was so much more to be said um with it. and both me and you are very passionate because we work on similar things in a different way, and so bring us together and we can talk for hours, which is what it's all about. But ultimately, today I wanted to speak to you about the phenomenal growth that you've had with um, t- I keep wanting to say TikTok, but with Instagram Reels. Um, so I'd really, there's a few questions that I want to talk about with regards to what sort of shifted for you, and also the impact it's then had on you on your business on your clients etc but if you just want to just rewind back to not the beginning but where you were at that stage where you changed your um your business approach because you were animal rights initially weren't you and then you moved into the inner child work so if you just want to
1: if that's all right go back to the start yeah of course so this account initially <clears throat> when i changed from animal rights never was my business it was just like a movement and um being a part of the movement and spreading the word and obviously i was very uh, heavily into activism and i still do it um i still do it offline to a certain to a certain extent but the account had about four thousand like 900 followers i would say and then when i pivoted my account I obviously started losing followers, understandably because a lot of people was like, we're like, you know this wasn't the girl that we followed. this has changed, this is not for me. So understandably, um, my follower account went down and down and down to about 3,800. and it stayed there for the longest time. And I really kind of beat myself up a little bit. I, I No, I didn't beat myself up, uh, up about it, but I did kind of go back and forth all the time. Like, should I have started a new account? Because it really didn't go anywhere. Understandably, there were many people who were like, oh, I kind of like this girl. I know this girl from activism. I don't want to kind of unfollow her, but also like, I'll just keep scrolling past. So for the longest time, it felt like I was literally throwing spaghetti at the wall nothing was sticking I had my core of like seven people who were not my ideal clients who was like oh I see this girl trying so you have those core people who are like liking and like commenting but you know that they are doing it because they are just really rooting for you and not that they actually maybe um, feel that this is the content for them and for the longest time I was just like I don't know what is going on I did get followers I would say that um before my account started growing I would say about maybe a thousand followers had come and mm. then a thousand had gone as well so just like you said plateaued on that 3,800 yeah. which just seemed to be like this number that I couldn't get anywhere above so that's kind of what happened and that's how it stayed until i would say middle of september this year
0: yeah i remember when we met you were at 3800 and i also remember i'd seen we were having um chat behind the scenes and i'd said about your reels and how i love your reels and you i think you replied something like you were really trying or something and i think that was when you are you were at your stage of plateau and it's always a risk and I think um it'd be good just to dive into it a little bit more with the pivoting because sometimes people hold off from pivoting because they're scared to lose people and it's and and almost sort of use the number of follow, followers to gauge how successful they they're going to be mm-hmm. uh, and you know obviously we're in a society where we're measured on the number of followers we have, unfortunately. But the reality is um, it is scary when you you pivot. You said that you had um periods of time of beating yourself up where you thought, oh, I should have started again, should I not? Should have. What how did you keep going with that? What kind of led you to push beyond that? Because a lot of people do that and they and then don't follow their heart and think, no,
1: no, I'll just stick with what I know yes so that's a really good um question i always kind of think think to myself that who are you when things don't work out who are you if you don't get clients who are you when you get seven likes when you're real and literally no views and those seven likes are from the people that like i (laughs) previously said who are just friends like who are you then And I kind of kept thinking of who am I when things are not working out currently? Who am I? Am I a person that gives up? Am I a person that is just going to go or am I going to keep going? Now, obviously, when I started my reels, it's really important to also notice that I had no video experience. I was someone who also, just like maybe three years ago, went through her Instagram and deleted all of the pictures that I had From myself on my Instagram because I believed that I was too ugly to be on social media so people now see me like showing up on video and think oh she must have a natural talent I actually before my own healing journey I absolutely hated the way I like looked if you would have put a camera in front of me I would have cried so there was a lot of mindset work that went into it as well but like when I actually started doing the reels Although, you know, I had to kind of remind myself that I have to have the courage to suck. I literally have to have the courage to suck because if I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, I I literally have to keep going. So it has been very much of mindset work and going, I just have to keep going. And I just have to keep getting better and better and better. The first reel I did took me three hours. Three wow. hours. Now I can easily make fourteen reels within two hours. Done. Dusted. Yeah. Three hours. I was there, and you look back at it and you're like, oh, "Wow, okay. I want to give this girl so such a big hug because she what she did not know what she was doing, but she kept going.
0: Mm.
1: And I am very tenacious, and I and I do kind of keep going, and I want to keep going. But nothing prepares you for realising how much we are wired for instant gratification. Oh, my gosh. Yes. If you think about it, Uber comes really quickly. Food comes really quickly. Everything is one click away. And when you keep putting yourself out there, your content out there, and you get nothing in return, that's... A space where you just need to hold yourself and be like, we're going to get through it. Like, we're going to get through it, but nothing prepares you for this, for going through this time and just having nothing. I literally can look back and be like, I did content for a year and a half before people started noticing. Mm. Year and a half. Mm doing and obviously I got better my skills got better it wasn't just that I just showed up and kept putting out really good content no some of my reels were really bad some of my reels probably will continue to be bad at some point or cringy or not good and that's okay that's I've made my peace with that I'm not gonna say I'm now a pro at what I'm doing or pro at social media or anything like that but to hold yourself in that space and be like I cannot get that instant gratification now. Who am I in this space? Who am am I? What would I tell my clients? What would I tell my friends? Would I say, keep going after 11 reels? Give up on your business? No. And I just kept going back to who am I? Who am I when things don't work out? And I have to be a person who has the courage to suck And show up next day, next day, even after two likes, three likes, seven likes, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and the thing is, you know, we see people who are successful and we automatically think it's an overnight success. And the reality is they've all gone through moments of resilience, of no likes, of all of that sort of jazz. Um, but we tend to forget that and we sort of put them on a pedestal and think, oh, it's all right for them, look where they are now. But what we don't see or what we don't remember is the behind-the-scenes stuff where they really had to dig deep. And I think this is why, for me, you know, I I very much work around, I've called them the max rules, mindset plus action equals excellence. And it's the two. and But it really... It's not a balance of the two. It's the mental resilience to keep going, to keep focusing on, for me, I can imagine with you, the why, why you were doing all of this. You uh, you know, you're so passionate about the work that you do. And so was that a big factor that kept you going, like driving, like I've got to get this message out. Even if I help just one person, the ripple
1: effect from that one person is going to be phenomenal. Yes, that was um, mm-hmm. One of the things and one of the mindset shifts that I had. So I had a couple of mind sh- mindset shifts and obviously technical shifts there yes. as well. Um, technical shifts, I would say, are more like over time, whereas the mindset, mindset shifts really s- I did like a month before I started taking off. But one of the biggest things that I did was that I put myself back in service. Exactly the sentence that you said there is like, even if it helps one person, it was completely worth it. Even if they don't like, but they go back Mm -hmm. and they think, oh my God, I really like this, real, that's it, done. We might never hear from the people that actually really benefited from our content. I mean, now I've had so many lovely messages, like a lot of love that I really 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 do not take granted for but before that happened I just put myself back in service because you and me both know that in the coaching industry we are so driven by um, you know oh your your monthly you know 5k months your 10k months all that and it can be really like how can I make content so I could get a new client? Or how can I make, there's nothing wrong with making content to get clients. I just want to put it out there or put out content and be like, hey, like my one-on-one spaces are open. That's absolutely fine. But I really had to go like, one of the things that I thought to myself that even if I never get no clients anymore from this business, mm. I want to put content out there that still helps. And I had to be okay with, just being like, I am going to be a content creator now. And if I don't get anyone signing up or or, or wanting to work with me, like that's that has to be fine because my why is bigger than, than what I'm trying to achieve here. Yeah. So exactly that, what you said. Yeah.
0: And that is huge. You know, that is so huge. And I think we're all... Like you said, in our industry, it's the 5K, 10K, 20K. I I like deliberately go for 11K because I just like, I don't want to go for 10K. But it's drummed into you that you almost like you get on that train of, oh, well, I must go for that too. And actually, the reality is we often set up our businesses. I know me and you have because of what we've personally gone through. Yeah. Um, and we want to help other people and our desire is to make sure that no like no one has to go through the severity of, of what we went through without support and we want to be the, you know their light for them and their voice for them and their guidance um, And ultimately being paid is a byproduct of that but sometimes you forget and you focus on the money rather than on the service um in the way of judgment to yourself and the reality is like you said you know every time you were putting that um your reels out it was to help people regardless of whether they then came to you to work you you were in service mode of sharing your voice your you know your perspective on things in a way that could then help someone else and when you bring it back to that that's when you step into your authenticity and everything becomes so natural like you take away the pressure and it's like actually I'm doing this because I want to bloody help people you know
1: the other stuff that comes brilliant but the reality is I'm helping people you hit the nail on the head there and that's exactly kind of what I went back to like a month before I started taking it off Is like how can I put myself back in service how Mm. How can I do that? How can I make content that makes people seen, heard, validated? That's all I started to care about. I didn't care about like, you know, oh, is this a content that, you know, makes them, you know, anything to do with selling anymore? I just, like you said, took that pressure off. Mm. And once I took that pressure off, it was literally like, I dropped the huge stone that I had been carrying all along and I could just fly. Mm. Yeah.
0: So you said that your business started to
1: take off in September.
0: How quickly did that then grow?
1: Um, So yes. So um, I had about 3,800 followers during September and then i think i've had constant like average average 150 followers per day now um and obviously now i'm at 37k um followers and i've had a lot of um great messages through and you know it's it's continuing to grow and and i hope you know, it's going to continue to grow. I know that I am going to put the same amount of like love in my content and service in my content and everything like that. So, but also it's Instagram and they control the algorithm. So I am very wary of that, you know, it might just happen and it might not serve me anymore for some time. It might come in waves. Maybe I'm just riding a wave right now. Maybe it's going to, plateau for a little bit maybe then I'm going to get on the wave again it's just trying again not to be about numbers Mm. which might hit me hard when I am going to plateau it might it might be that I'm going to start questioning you know am I still doing good content Mm. we don't know that right until I get there but I am very wary of just keeping myself in service and putting content out there that can just help people in some way or another. What I love about that, I mean,
0: um, I was just asking for the numbers just to, to give that sort of example, but the reality is, well, two things that, firstly, obviously we can't, con- we can, can't control everything, but we can control the controllables and your controllable is putting your stuff out uh, in service, hoping that the algorithm and, and all of the other technical stuff that we have no control over. Is, is playing in your favor. But what I also love is that nothing physically changed as in you still put out content every day. You were still doing your reels every day. The shift came when you worked behind the scenes and, and stripped back all of the, the bullshit that we tell ourselves that we should be doing or need to be doing or that's industry standard and all of that sort of stuff. And you came back to the core of why you're doing what you're doing, which is of service. Um, and this is such an important point to make out to people, because they just automatically think, I'm not where where I want to be yet. I've not done enough. I need to change what I'm doing. I need to shift this. I need to find a different way to do it. Rather than trusting that what they're doing is actually good but the block is not in the action it's in the energy behind the action
1: yes and also sometimes it also just comes down to consistency yeah um i had a lot of people like saying okay so what happened there or did you do differently and I'm like consistency for almost a year and a half I've had almost no weekends because I have my nine-to-five I still do I have my nine-to-five weekends is where I write content where I create content where I edit content write captions um I do it throughout the week as well when it comes to editing and writing but there have been times where I've really had to compromise and be like I can't actually go out and do this thing because otherwise I don't have content for the week I've been filming here in this room where five of my neighbors have been you know on uh, on the balcony and looking at me with my like ring lights and going, oh my God. And you know that they are looking, you know that they are judging and you just be like, you're just like, I'm going to keep going. You know, they are not paying my bills. They are not paying my bills. And, And it was really hard, but sometimes it is the unsexiness of consistency. And I see people giving up and be like, well, you know, I haven't been able to do it. But one of the biggest things that has come from this consistency is my skill to create videos, is my skill to talk to people, is my skill to make people feel seen. And no one can take this away from me. This is not dependent on anything, but I can quite easily, if I ever choose to do a second business I can show up on video again and not have me create content for a year and a half because a lot of that was to do with also mean I actually do it knowing what the hell I'm doing you know <laughs> just being like this is a trending sound let's put it on and see what comes off it but now I have mm. a skill that has been molded for that with that consistency and People don't want to hear it. If you would have told me two years ago, it's going to take you a year and a half consistent action to show up on video. I would have been like, Oh no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. When I started making reels, it was really popular for real mentors to say, do it 30 days. And then you're going to skyrocket. So I was like 30 days reels. What ended up was a year and a half. I wasn't consistent every day. And there was a block, um, in between for like two months I think where I like wasn't doing anything um and they weren't like everyday reels but I would say that for about a year and a half uh the content I great, uh, created was well over 300 videos mm. you know if you would have told me it's going to take you over 300 videos to make I would have said bye yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do that but it's again putting yourself back in like, who am I when things are not working out? Who am I when I'm not getting clients? Who am I when, when literally it feels like nothing is working out? And it is unfortunately the very unsexy answer of consistency. And us in the coaching industry, we don't like these unsexy answers, right? We, everything is about sexiness and everything yeah. is. Quick fixes and everything is about that program or this program, or or any other program. I had a um, business coach, very very lovely. You may know her, um, Lauren Ray, and she asked me to do my first reel, and I was literally like, "Oh no, Lauren, no, <laughs> I don't want to do my first reel." And I haven't worked with a business coach since, not because she was really 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 good, and we still keep in touch, but for me. No one else can give you the capacity of time. No, I can't fast track my skill of making that video content. Am I gonna um am, am I gonna hire a business coach in the future? Yeah, probably sure. But there was a time of expansion there that actually no one can fast track for you.
0: Mm. I think that's the thing, is that we will often then look for others i mean i've worked with loads of coaches business coaches mindset coaches energy healers and they've all come at the right time but sometimes you actually need to take everything that you know and apply it to yourself and when you're so consumed with the opinions of others it doesn't always give you the space to figure out okay well you know your coach said do reels um You could look at other people's reels and automatically think you've got to do it like that, whereas yours are really unique. Yours are really unique and to me stand out and you're so aligned with what you're doing. But you, like you said, you needed that space in order to do that. And we surround ourselves with chaos so much sometimes because we don't um, value the um, importance and the impact of silence and time with ourselves to check in and have those conversations with ourselves actually has with our business. And, you know, we're so designed to just do, 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 do. Um, And like you say, people don't like it when you say it's just consistency because they want everything yesterday. And if you say it's not necessarily linked with what you're doing, but the belief you have behind it, they go, no, 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 no. Right, I'll move on to the next thing because people don't want to hear that sort of stuff because
1: it requires work. And a and... An amount of work. Yeah. A amount of work. Sometimes sacrificing time, sacrificing time with your friends and being like, well, I, I'm trying to be better at this and be like, okay, you know, and and actually put myself out there and meet friends and, and, and stuff like that more than, probably that I would have before and maybe not create content that weekend and and mm-hmm. kind of give myself the, the the space and stuff but I got here and my account is still growing even if I don't put um videos out every day because I did before yeah you know we see a lot of um kind of um this another a lot of kind of coach coaches say like you know relax into your feminine and stuff like that but they have built a a business structure that allows them to do that you know no one actually talks about how you are actually really 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 required to work in the few first years and i i still am i still am there but um, but it's not you know i've um i've sacrificed some things and i uh it's it's been it's been hard work and it's it's not sexy to say this but it but it has been incredibly hard work yeah it's not anymore when i put it i literally i kid you not every time that i start writing content i get butterflies now so i love it yeah. i love doing it every time i open my laptop and my spreadsheet where i put things i'm like oh this is a new time to create and and bring things alive and i love writing content and I love now creating content as well but was it aligned before you know when Lauren asked me do you want to create your first reel I would have been like oh that's that's not my journey that's not aligned with me whereas now it's like it's it's I love doing it I love doing it
0: yeah and I think you know there's there's so many messages in that because we resist things um, without even giving them a try sometimes. It's like, you know, there's people that say no to any support, even if it's free, they'll say, no, I can't afford it because they're so programmed to, it's just gotta be this way. And the reality is like you said, it wasn't easy to start off with, but now it's so easy. It's with anything in life, nothing when you do it the first time is easy. And when you talk about consistency and you know, you showing up for a year, oh, I imagine, over that year, it was getting easier and easier and more enjoyable, and more enjoyable. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this is hell and hard work. Boom, a year and a half later, it's brilliant. Like you were improving and noticing shifts and processing and things. Were, you were getting quicker you and, you know, more aligned and all of that. So there are things that we can. And I again, I think people don't acknowledge or celebrate that because they're so focused on that, the end result. And if they haven't got the end result within the time frame that they want, which is often shorter than realistically possible, they think it's not working, it's crap, and, and they need to change. When you notice the shifts, um, even subtle ones, you know, there's a few people I've worked with who, like you, didn't want to be on the camera. Suddenly they're speaking on camera, so like calm and relaxed and, and um, okay, it might not be delivering the results that you want right now, but the reality is you're on camera and you're speaking with confidence and you're not got a shaky voice or sweaty palms. That means you're progressing and everything is leading you to where you want to be. Absolutely. So, so important to remind ourselves of that, because with this whole instant gratification thing, we're saying we just don't and we give up. It's like that um, meme of that mind as someone's chipping away and they go, I can't be bothered. And they're literally about an inch from the gold.
1: Yes. That's how I kept thinking of it. I'm just like, you know, I think it was four weeks before, before um, like starting to gain followers. I was just like, you know, it's usually like, you know, as women, we know usually before, before our period, you know, I'm just like, why am I even doing this? Is it really helpful? Is it really is it why what's I, I was sharing things even on Instagram about Instagram not being the best platform um to grow because everything feels like creators were literally just like very 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 disappointed no one was growing anymore um people were like oh it's not a you know picture platform anymore and and I even shared and I was like this is you know why creators can't um, grow on Instagram and da, 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 da. like I was sharing those stories as well and I was literally just like I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know if it is helping anybody or if because if it's not going to be seen is it going to help a lot of people so I did it was constant kind of like these waves of kind of okay I'm going to keep going but also you know do I just give up at one point? Cause it had been a year and a half and like, how long do you keep going for? And, and I'm just really, really happy that it did kind of take off and, and kind of gave me some sort of form of validation that, mm-hmm. Hey, what you're doing is actually helping people. People are saving your reels. People you know, this is one of the biggest metrics that I'm looking at my work. How many times have this been saved? I don't look at likes or anything like that. Obviously, I, I look at them, but I don't, don't kind of. Yeah. I look at the saves. How many people are, go, are going, oh, I'm going to come back to this work. I'm going to come back to this reel. I'm going to come back to this one. That's kind of what I look at and, and you know so although I it seems that I had maybe like a like a strong mindset it was I have to be honest it was waves it was like I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep going but also am I gonna am I gonna give up at some point where where is the point that I'm going to give up yeah where when am I gonna draw the line so I am really happy that it happened and I don't take it for granted at all um but yeah it's 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 been a lot of work
0: (laughs) and this is the thing though true like I I love your honesty with that because again like this whole pedestal thing we think once you've got to a certain level everything is just cushy um and it's not and the reality is whether you're an entrepreneur um employed you know what in life right we're gonna have peaks and troughs it's what you do in those moments and how you choose to respond to it. Like I would say life is 10% what happens and 90% how you respond to it or choose to respond to it. Um, and so it's again, like with the fact that it took you a year and a half navigating through the wobbles probably became easier as well as you went on. So, and then you could notice patterns and then you could remind yourself of, well, actually there are shifts and stuff. And so, It's just about awareness for me. I just think with anything when it comes to personal development or success or getting what you want is being aware of you, your mood, your attitude, the actions, your energy, all of that. An awareness of your wins and the shifts and the changes that are coming through. And when you build that awareness, then you start to get to know yourself and know patterns and know what you then need to lean into, what you need to move away from. Do I need a break? Do I need to keep powering through? All of that stuff. And you find your own way and your own momentum.
1: Definitely. And what you mentioned about thinking that, you know, once you start creating content and starting getting followers and thinking that things are like cushy, one of the really like big things that happened was, imposter syndrome hit me like never before. Mm. Emma, never before. Mm. Like I started looking at the the numbers going up and up and up. And I swear at one point, my imposter syndrome woman (laughs) (laughs) told me, delete them all. Delete all of your followers. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, honestly... I was so comfortable with those 3,800 followers actually that when they did start growing up I was like oh my goodness and I want to share it and I want to be honest and I've actually been honest with my own followers and being like I'm actually really struggling with imposter syndrome because one of the main things that I want to do for my followers and for my clients is not to put portray anyone who's like this fully healed person who's just like you know doing these things and living this really you know like I said cushy life like no I'm going also through struggles and if 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 showing you my struggles will help you with yours then this is exactly what what I want to do and I made a reel about it as well and I said to said to people You know, we are being taught in the coaching industry to market our own, you know, picturesque life and be like, if you buy from me, then this is what you will get kind of like, you know, between the lines. Right. And my life is anything but Instagrammable. I have a free roaming bunny. There are very many moments in the day where I have sawdust in my hair because it just gets everywhere. I have imposter syndrome, I'm struggling with that. But it's how I hold myself in those moments. It's how I deal with heartbreak and triggers and everything like that is what I want to teach people. It's not about being perfect. And I always always sign my emails, I say by your side, because I am not on this pedestal, we are going through this stuff together. And if and if sharing kind of my reels journey and anyone who is listening, who's a business owner and is struggling with creating content, if that helps, if my year and a half of struggles helps you with your mindset, it was completely, completely worth it for me. Absolutely, because we are all in this together. No one is above anyone, no is no one is, you know, fully healed or perfect as much as we would. You know, as much as we see on Instagram, it's just a lot of it is just a lot of um, a lot of, a lot of it's just marketing. You know it as well as I do. You know, a lot of programs and stuff that are being put out there is a lot of marketing. And what I what I want to do is kind of just show my own humanness in, in it as well, because it won't help my clients or anyone for them to see me as someone who is like I don't know where or or anything like that so imposter syndrome came all guns blazing and hand grenades as well so I just want to say that this might happen as well and just be aware of it when it does because yeah. it was funny <laughs> and nervous system dysregulation like nothing ever before
0: yeah yeah and that's the thing, isn't it, is imposter syndrome is a real thing. But I love, I'm going to just ask sort of whether there are any particular techniques that you use to help you to navigate through that. But I think what you were saying, you know, with that openness and that rawness to people, I, the reality is, though, like I, I did this on my podcast yesterday. Um, I walked home from dropping Max to school, burst into tears because there's stuff that I'm working on with my business and it's a bit of a waiting game at the moment. And I was just at sheer frustration. And, you know, and I shared that because we don't, we, we we're not perfect. And actually I I don't want to pretend to be perfect. Like for me, that's not what it's about because I think it sets people up to fail when you show everyone, um, Oh, look at this perfect life. And five minutes later, you're crying your eyes out, but you can't share that with people. It's just bullshit. It's like, we're selling a lie. And I'm really passionate about that because I think in this industry, there are some brilliant coaches, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. There are, but there are some people that play with the truth and I don't like it. And you can see people who are not desperate, but are at that point where they're, you know, a year and a half in and not seeing results, They'll try anything sometimes, and they they almost grab the vulnerable people. And yeah. my past um, was, you know, with the abuse side, left me very vulnerable. And so I'm so protective over, I don't want anyone to feel taken advantage of in any way. Um,
1: and so I want to share and, like, be that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I
1: I feel that there is a lot of kind of authenticity that should be brought into the coaching business. And I think we should probably have another podcast episode on this because there is so much to unpack. There is so many, like you said, very good coaches out there. And there is also, you know, very unethical practices out there. Um, I won't go into details at the moment because probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is like not what we're talking about right now but I would love to like unpack it in another episode I think we should I think we should try to like I love our
0: chats we need. we definitely need to do that but you know going back to it there is and I think you can th- this is why it's so important to be you yeah um, in this and I think that's the message isn't it is that we often try and be other people or try and compromise or dilute our goals to fit in with other people, whether that's in the industry, whether that's in our friendship circles, um, whatever it may be, because we worry about the judgment and we put on masks. And the reality is when you are at your most authentic, at your most raw, that's when you're at your most magnetic because people feel that. And yes, there might be people that judge, but the people are going to judge regardless of what you do. But when you are so aligned on service, on being a voice and helping other people, the the
1: opinions that matter are those people, not everyone yeah. else. Absolutely. This is something that I'm still kind of like um, struggling with, especially now that I have like more eyes on me than ever. I feel like I... I I am vulnerable um, and I I kind of tell it how it is, but I also feel that I'm like, I don't want to share very much of my personal, I've shared my personal story with people, but when it comes to -to day-to-day life and everything like that, I feel like I'm still holding back because this is also a journey for me. I want to be more like, open and um and I'm always honest but I still kind of you know struggle with with different things on social media definitely um and and, you know, like with a lot of really good comments, I have to be honest, there have been some really bad ones as well that mm. have triggered me. And it's about how, you know, you navigate through it and and hold yourself through it, but not to kind of say that everything is now perfect or, or anything like that. It's, it's, it's a journey for everyone. Um, and it's just like really important to keep going. And sometimes it is about these unsexy things that we need to do like being consistent and, and having it be hard work. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, very quickly, because I'm conscious of time, when you, I mean, you mentioned the imposter syndrome, and I see this a lot with my clients when they they get that next level. Um, With any level, um, there's a, a, a time period where you've got to get comfortable with it and allow yourself to have it. And then before long, you know, you are comfortable and then you're ready to go again. How did you navigate through the imposter syndrome to allow you to start to receive these new followers and know that you're worthy of
1: I think it was just about when it first hit and the numbers started going up and I was just like oh my god who am I to talk about these things you know who am I my imposter syndrome even said stuff like Actually, like what you went through wasn't that bad. You had a regular, regular upbringing. Like, I think you just picked it up from books. And now like you've like it it was just really, really crazy. Honestly, I didn't do anything. I just sat with it because I'm really conscious of sometimes kind of the first thing for us to be, especially coaches is like, okay, how can I like make it go away? And how can I make it okay? And how can I make it like, you know, duh, 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 duh. and I just kind of talked to myself and I acknowledged it, that it was there. I taught my friends that it was there and I just kind of, let it be okay that i have that and thinking that the fact that i do have that in my eyes also kind of shows sometimes that i do have the best intentions and i do put my clients first and 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 my followers and thinking that everything you know um um that i do want to deliver the best you know to my knowledge and stuff like that and it does come with probably you know, we know that a lot of women go through it um, because women really, really can. I'm not saying men don't or anything like that, but women do want to really be like the nurturers. And I just kind of acknowledged it and thought, okay, it's here because I am actually very, very thoughtful as well. And that's why it's taken a little bit of advantage of me I didn't do any techniques or anything like that. I started just thinking, you know, it matters, it matters, it matters. What I share matters, what I want to speak out on matters. I went through in my head, the testimonials, the people that I've helped, the nice comments that I was receiving, all the nice comments that I receive. I take a screenshot and save them in my album. So if I do have a harder day, I actually look look through it and you don't remember all the nice comments that you received never and and I go through it and I'm like oh actually it's really really helped and honestly it's just really helped the time really has helped because it's been like it was maybe October that my imposter syndrome was at its like most kind of wildest Mm. and now looking at my 37k it literally feels like 3800 again Good,
0: yeah It's normalizing it, isn't it? It's always bringing it back to the normalizing. And like you said, you know, you've mentioned it three or four times now, which shows that it's just so important is the the why and the service. Like we try and make it all elaborate and we're doing it for this, that and the other. But actually, what are you really doing it for? Why are you really doing it? You know, when you bring it back to that, everything makes sense, and you can get yourself back into alignment. And I love that. And I think it's overlooked. It's one of the these things that people sort of acknowledge but move on. But is really freaking powerful. Um, and like I said, you know, you've brought it up in three or four different examples, which really highlights just the importance that that has played on this. You know, because essentially you've gone from three three thousand eight hundred to 37,000 in three months, yeah, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is massive. But it shows that obviously when you put in the work, when you keep going, when you do the inner work and the outer work really comes together and shifts start to to build momentum. I mean, I follow a lady called Lily Sabri on um, YouTube and her first million took her six years or something and then she's grown to four million in six months like your first million is the hardest then the next comes it's like you've got to put in the groundwork to then reap the rewards moving forward tree it's been phenomenal I'm I am conscious of time um with you um I appreciate everything you've said I've been making notes throughout and there are so many hidden messages in these in this conversation as well as obvious ones and so for people that are listening listen again and make notes because you'll hear different things at different times and they'll meet you where you're at but is there anything that you want to say before we leave that you think people might need to hear if they're in a situation where they're just feeling like nothing they're doing is working at the
1: moment i think it um really Um, comes together with what you said putting yourself back in service but what I also kept saying to myself is this is bigger than you because like we said if we concentrate on 5k 10k 11k like you said it is about us and us is really easy to let down but when we put ourselves back in service and we realize that it's bigger is so much more bigger than us for me my why even extends to animals as well this is why I want to do my business you know it's not just about my ideal client but also the animals I can support then there is no other way to keep going so when you put yourself back in service keep reminding yourself of all the people who won't get your services who won't get to meet you who won't have their life transformed by you if you give up.
0: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It's that ripple effect, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. So how can people get into your world and see your reels? So they can, uh, well, obviously they can go to your followers list. So we follow each other. So it's trinu.co, that's T-R-I-N-U.co. And all of my links to my website and everything like that, it's all on there. Um, And yeah, come and join me in my very messy world. (laughs) I hope to share more of myself there as well. And I would love to have you there
0: brilliant it's been an amazing tree and I love our chats and there will be a part three without a doubt um for sure and I just personally think you know what you're doing is incredible um and to keep doing it and keep being you because we need people like you to, to shine the light and to you know to inspire people and it's been really great just talking about the growth and as I said you know it's not this isn't a story really about Instagram growth. This is a story about connecting to your why and having resilience and perseverance and never giving up because it's really, really important. And it it will work out, maybe not necessarily in the way that you want it to all the time, but it's moving forward. Everything is building. And I think sometimes we forget that. Um, and when when you hit that sweet spot, it can then skyrocket like you have. Um, So it's not like, oh, well, I've done this now. It's going to take me another year and a half to get me to whatever. It's like, actually, it's all building momentum. And that's such an important message because in this society, like with my son, he's, he's seven and the world he's like being brought up in is so different to me because everything's so technological and instant and yesterday and all of that and so you know it's about inspiring the ripple effect down to them as well to show that actually sometimes it does take time but it doesn't mean it's not working it's just not happening yet absolutely so it's been amazing thank you so much for those of you that are listening um please tag us in let us know your thoughts on the on the episode share it with people that you think might need to hear it might benefit from it because the more we can get this out to people the more lives that we can impact and inspire um, so have the most amazing week and i will see you all next week and thanks once again tree. it's been amazing thank you bye for now bye. that's all for this episode thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed this show please head over to itunes subscribe and leave a review bye for now